What do you want? Screaming queens. Listen, I am two seconds away from calling the police. Screaming Queens Horror Podcast. What do you want? Screaming Queens Horror Podcast to your death. Something is trying to get inside my body, and you want to sleep with me. Give me those shoes, they're mine. Give them back to me. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else gets the hose again. What have you done to its eyes? I see no manhood between your legs. You're going to need death now. <laughs> the living dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Get away from her, you bitch. It was an asylum. And it was hell. 20 years of pure hell. The devil wins sometimes. What's that? Monsters. Hello and welcome to Scream and Queens, the queer horror podcast. My name is Jonathan Larkin. I'm Stephen Moore. He's back. I'm John Waller. He's never went away. <laughs> I'm Mort Infinity. We wish you'd go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is our first recording as a four in 2020, so um, that's worth celebration. Give each other the clap. Um, how are we all? Okay. Hmm, you remember, you can't just nod. I, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that's a practice. <laughs> yes. Well, so did you, you had a nice out last night. Did you fall and hit your head? Uh, at any point? No, actually, I did drop death drop so hard that my um, tunnel came out, and then I spent fifteen minutes on the floor <laughs> in the club trying to find it. Your tunnel came out. <laughs> your tunnel. Yeah, me. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you meant like your anal canal or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, actually, that pushed back in. Oh, right, so you've reset the balance, basically. We, we went there pretty quickly this episode. <laughs> Straight <laughs> in for the prolapse. Yeah, we haven't even been on for a minute. Oh, start as you mean to go on, I say. Dusty prolapse. Dusty prolapse. Mm. I've been looking for a new drag queen name. For this <laughs> class. <laughs> Dusty prolapse. Drag queen. <laughs> oh, well, um, hello everyone, and uh, thank you for tuning in. So we're back and better than ever, allegedly. Gayer um, than ever. Hmm? Gayer than ever. Gayer than ever. Yeah, definitely are. The film that we're talking about in this episode was your idea, really, Jonathan, wasn't it? In a way. Yeah, Jonathan's to blame. Mm. I'm to blame. <laughs> no, no, it's just because the uh, the arrow arrow's just brought out a mm. big new fancy version of it. Mm. So he said it's a, it's a big film. We should probably do this. Yeah. Because we got a pretty good reaction from our other werewolf episodes. We did. <laughs> we did. Uh, oh, I missed that one. <laughs> uh, no, you never. No, I'm saying I missed that one. No, it was like the best oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that Howling or Cursed or both? Cursed. I think yeah. we, we had a good laugh at Cursed, didn't we? We did, yeah. We did. So this is our third. Our third werewolf film. Yeah. I was thinking as well, at some point we should do The Company of Wolves. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. it's camp and it's got Angela Lansbury in it. And, you know. Howling 2 Ooh. as well. I'm Howling 2. Your sister is a werewolf. Yeah. We should definitely do that as well. Um, so, um, as you might have guessed, I think actually it's a full moon tonight as well. I think it might be, yeah. Oh, that explains why I've suddenly got a hairy back. <laughs> um, so, as you might have guessed, we are going down the lycanthropic route tonight with our with our film choice. And um, so, this film will be 40 years old next year. Wow. So, the film tonight is John Landis's classic werewolf horror comedy an American werewolf in London it stars um, David Norton and um, the very lovely Jenny Agatha. Two American boys who are backpacking across Europe. Um, they're, they're sort of headed for Italy eventually, aren't mm, they? But, yeah. but they've, they've, they've uh, started in Northern England. Northern England, as <laughs> yeah. you would. Yeah. Start in Yorkshire. Start in Yorkshire. Well, from there, everything's going to seem less grim, isn't it? Yeah. So it's probably a good place yeah. to start. <laughs> they start in, they're starting in Yorkshire, which is extremely close to London, according to this film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, they are... David Norton plays... 
uh, David and Griffin Dunn plays Jack. Mm-hmm. We have a Madonna connection already. What is the Madonna connection? Madonna connection is Who's That Girl? So Griffin Dunn was in Who's That Girl, the Madonna uh, <laughs> quote unquote classic. Comedy <laughs> 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 classic we should cover on this podcast. Because it's terrific. a horror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. But anyway, um, American male from London. So, um, yeah, Jack and David are two American tourists that are on a three-month trip, uh, Northern England first, then Italy later. They're both sort of likable boys. Um, they're not as irritating as American tourists tend to be in real life, actually. No. No. Um, and they are travelling across the moors, and they stop off at a, a little pub called the Slaughtered Lamb, which has become the thing of horror legends as well. Yeah. And um, they freak out. They they annoy the locals, don't they? Because they're asking too many questions. We wonder if the locals got a little bit of something to hide. Mm. So they're cast out into the night with the warning, you know, stay, stay off the moors. Yeah. And they don't stay off the moors. They get lost. They end up in the middle of nowhere and they're attacked by a large, grunting, hairy animal. <laughs> um, wasn't me. <laughs> I was only one year old at the time. Um, so it wasn't me. Um, and poor Jack is killed, but David isn't. But he's left with a nasty bite and it's going to turn into something else when the moon is full. And that's the premise of the, of the film, really. Um, so I thought we'll just do like round table, see what everyone's initial reactions were to it. First of all, was it anyone's first time seeing it? Yes. Oh, Stephen, go on then. So your your reaction? I was very confused. I didn't realize I was watching a comedy. Okay. <laughs> so that's my surprise quite a bit. I just thought it was. I don't know when you hear like classic werewolf film, it's like the iconic one that you, one of the iconic ones. I just didn't expect it to be a comedy horror. Yeah. So I was really shocked to take them back, but I loved it. I thought it was hilarious and it was fun and the effects were so raw. The effects are good, aren't they, even even today? Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Oh, great. Really, really enjoyed it. Mr. Butler? Yeah, I loved it. Well, I remember watching it as a kid. We had had a a copy of it, so we used to watch it as a kid. My dad did let me watch it when I was like five, six, (laughs) it's fine. I think the comedy element of yeah, it I think softened so. it for a lot of people, even though it's really quite gruesome. Yeah, it is gruesome, but yeah, I've liked it since I was a kid. It's one of those classics. It's just an 80s, 80s classic. It's what a lot of people around our age kind of grew up. They, they grew up with that film, didn't they? They did. They grew up with that poster in, in the video shop and, mm. and that, yeah, definitely. Lady Fantasy? Um, I liked it, but I didn't like it. As, I've seen it before, but I've watched it for a long time, and I didn't like it as much as <coughs> I remembered. Oh, okay. Hmm. I haven't really got any criticisms necessarily of it. I just, yeah, I didn't enjoy it hmm. as much as I used to. We'll, we'll get into that. Hmm. Um, my reaction to it was a really good one because um, I've, like, the last month or so, I've been, like, in the depths of anxiety and depression coming and going really badly. And part of part of what that's done is made me not scared of horror films but want to resist dark things. <laughs> so I was nervous about watching it. And then I put it on, and it's the most normal I've felt. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. The scary bits really scared me. The funny bits really made me laugh out loud. Mm. I, I felt like I got like a really just a really full experience of the film, yeah. which I was really pleased about. Um, and I always forget because it's one of those classics that I haven't seen as much as other classic horror films. I've watched as many times. Um, I always forget just how much I do actually really like it. Yeah. When when I watch it, so yeah, I had a very positive reaction to it. I also, though, because I, I couldn't find my copy of it, I had to watch it on Shudder. Oh, yeah. And the version of it on Shudder is terrible. Ugh. It's like, it's like not even as good as VHS. It's like cropped as well. It's really strange. I'm not sure why they've got that crap version on there. It's weird. Yeah, really strange. Um, but, you know, free. Uh, so the film opens with Blue Moon by Bobby, Bobby Vinton, yeah. which I think is a really atmospheric opening over the Yorkshire Moors. I think that's mm. really nice. Um, so was it filmed? Was it filmed in Yorkshire? Or Wales, I think it is. Mm-hmm. South Wales, I think it says at the end. Okay. <coughs> um, yeah, so it sort of immediately took me back to, to um, being much younger and watching it. I think I had an experience. Well, it wouldn't have been my dad, but I think maybe my uncle might have watched it a lot when I was yeah. a kid, so I've seen it when I was younger. Um yeah, that's what I remember it from as well. It, it's, a, it's a bit like the thing on Poltergeist. It's, you know, I have memories of watching it as a kid, and it's like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit naughty because it's a horror film and you're a kid, and you shouldn't really mm. be watching it. But you know, that's I'm sure that's a lot of people's childhood, isn't it? They have those memories. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, so uh, we start with Jack and David being dropped off to me by a farmer's truck. Yeah. Um, with the I love, I love the uh, bye girls. Yes. <laughs> that Jack says to the sheep. Um, what do we think happens with those sheep on <laughs> on roofs? Absolutely nothing. So yeah, we get to know them quite quite quickly. Um, there's lots of sort of banter talking about a girl that, that yeah. one of them likes called mm. uh, Debbie Klein. Debbie. I mean, Debbie. you joke a girl with a good body. <laughs> yeah. So that's what David thinks of Debbie, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but as Jack says, um, I have to make love to her. She has no choice, <laughs> which I thought was slightly problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, they are likable. You sort of get to know them quite quickly. To yeah, it's like little. college banter, you know. I'm sure they don't really mean that. It's just mm. you know. But they were like instantly likable. Yeah. And, like probably one of the fastest that I've ever seen two people on screen. And thought I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like the characters straight away. So it's written by John Landis as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think he did a good job with the script because you do sort of get. You get hooked in quite quickly. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hang around, does it? You, I, it I, but it's good writing though because you do like them straight away. You, yeah, you don't really know much about them, but they're, you know, likable roguish types. Definitely. <laughs> um, so they got to the slaughtered lamb, and um, in in the slaughtered lamb, you've got um, uh, what's his name? Rick Miles there. Rick Mayall is one of the background characters. Brian Glover. Is Brian, Brian Glover. Glover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he seemed to look the same for years, didn't he? He looks, he looks the same in Alien 3. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that. That was like 10 years later or something. Um, and they noticed that there's a, a pentangle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. That's really funny. That was just... They're all, how he, tells, he tells a joke, doesn't he, about the... Um, isn't it about the UN, the plane crashing on the way back from the UN? Oh, so, yeah. And everyone's laughing about it, and then we're in the middle of everyone's laughing, he just goes, what's that on the wall? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Laughter quickly stops, uh, and he says it's the pentangle used in witchcraft to ward off the wolfman. Jack, we better go. Are you kidding? I'm starved. There's no food here. Shall we go, Jack? Apparently so. You can't let them go. Uh, how much do we owe you? Nothing, lads. Go. God be with you. Oh, thank you. Wait! You just can't let them go? Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear of the moors. Thank you. Beware the moon, lads. Yeah. What the hell was that all about? I don't know. Let's go up the road and see if there's an inn or something. Beware the moon? Yeah, I know, Jack. Come on, we don't freeze. Where the hell are we going? Well, anywhere. I just want to get away from the slaughtered lamb. Where to now, Kessler? The duck's breath? Okay, look, and I'm sorry. I'm sure we'll find something else. That's a weird fucking place. I was, man. But boy, they could play darts. You can't let them go. Should the world know our business? It's murder, then. Then murder it is. So we get the impression that they're covering something up, don't they? Because yeah. when they let them go off... Um, she the the bomb the barmaid doesn't want them to go off and then she says we should tell them we should yeah, warn them you can't let them go like yeah. that yeah and Brian Glover says should the world know our business mm. um, so they get lost and they're, 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 they're singing about Italy and Rome yeah, and yeah. Mm. walking across the moors um, and then when they start when they hear the the grunts and the growls of the werewolf they wouldn't want to be in Italy now anyway and that's very true yeah <laughs> um, one of them says it's a sheepdog. <laughs> <laughs> a coyote. Coyote. Yeah. The Heathcliff. He didn't howl, but he was on the. See, walls. I didn't. I didn't. When I was a kid, I didn't really get that joke because it's Heathcliff. I was thinking of the cat. There was the. There was the, oh, yeah. the cartoon. Was the cartoon cat? Yeah. And then later on, I was like, oh, the other Heathcliff. Heathcliff. 
That'll well, be the you one. know, when you're five, you, don't, you, know, you haven't read Spoiler and Hanks, have you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I read it when I was 12. Um, it's showing off now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, by this point, you really love these boys, I think, and you're like, oh, no, yeah. at least one of them's going to get murdered. And then it is, uh, poor Jack gets ripped apart. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he was going to die. Like, I, thought that, I was quite shocked, actually. I thought we were going to have both of them. Yeah. Well, obviously we do, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. I was I didn't know at that point and I was like oh my god they just killed him off mm-hmm. so I was shocked and the practical effects when he's getting his throat ripped out are really good yeah. as well I was shocked by how good that's, that's just the hallmark of this film in general isn't it yeah. I think so the makeup is by Rick Baker yeah um, and he did he win, win an Oscar for it yeah, as well yeah he won an Oscar they, they introduced the best special effects category for, for, <coughs> for him, this film for him and this film that's although cool. interestingly I think we did speak about when we were doing the Howling he left the Howling that's to, right, yeah. to do this yeah and, we left it was a Rob Bottin did the yeah, Howling yeah Rob Bottin took over yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that there was a bit of a trivia was, um, he's, he's actually credited as doing the effects on Howling Rick Baker but he never did them right yeah um, he leaves somewhere and runs off to like let his friend get eaten and then like turns back to go back and save him and then real, yeah, realise and then runs back but like did definitely just leave him and yeah. I was like when he turns back I'm like he's just in his throat ripped out he's a bit late just kind of unbuttoned at this point <laughs> it's that fight or flight thing isn't it yeah I don't know I'd stick around no no but I'm saying <laughs> I don't more. understand why he went back at that point like yeah. if he started running you might as well fucking carry on yeah that's that's a very human thing though, isn't it? Like you, you, you yeah, you're torn. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so then, yeah, poor Jack's dead, and then um, David's attacked, but mid attack, a gunshot goes off, doesn't it? Yeah. It's the it's uh, the villagers have come to stop the attack, and then uh, we do catch a glimpse, don't we, of a naked man mm-hmm. who who's been shot. Yeah. But they clearly know who he is as well, and I did think to myself that that's really interesting, and you could see that there's a prequel in there, isn't there? Yeah. Like the, you know, Don't the, say that's on all there. I know, <laughs> I know. But you know what I mean, like the little yeah. village in the Yorkshire Moors where there's where they're, they're harboring away. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. Film. That's one of the strengths of the film. I think good, there could be a good prequel. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. The fact it doesn't overexplain it as well. It just kind of you can yeah. you, you know enough to say okay, this is what's happening here, yeah. but they don't go. You know, it's like later. Well, we get to later. Well, the doctor goes back and digs into it, and you just get little snippets <coughs> of here and there. But yeah. it doesn't doesn't overexplain it, which is fine. No. A film now would overexplain it to fuck, and you just like, oh. well, it'd be a three-hour film. Well, mm. oh no, it'd be it'd be a franchise. Oh, it has to be spun out, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, it'd be part of the dark universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> well, universe. Saw how well that went. It's <laughs> um, so, still going, technically. Are they still trying to do stuff with it? I think the the old the Invisible Man is the new start ah, of it. Ah, right. Isn't that the third new start we've done now? The third new start, yeah. yeah. But this, but the Invisible Man is elevated horror. So oh, in my yeah. Way, oh yeah. You never know. That's same orders as well, apparently. Yes. So what uh, happens next is, uh, in a very realistic manner, he is rushed to hospital in London. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's an emergency. It's an emergency, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's that typical American view yeah. of, of Britain, isn't it, where London is the centre of everything yeah. and that's all that matters. Doesn't right? that... Doesn't you, you, <laughs> you would travel 200 miles to get to an to emergency hospital. Yeah. Doesn't that happen in the new Wolfman film with Del Toro? I've he, never seen it. The, he apparently cycles to Stonehenge from London. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... It's like 100 miles away, isn't it? Stop it. It's tropical, isn't it? The Stonehenge. Yeah, he, cycle, is he, on a, yeah. is he cycles? He cycles from London to Stonehenge. Is he a werewolf on a bike? I don't know. That's his human. But, you know, but it's like, you know, England's tiny, isn't it? You, know, you yeah. can just cycle from Leeds to London to Stonehenge. Exactly. You're nice. Yeah. Well, compared to America, we are tiny. Well, compared to their distances. Yeah. 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 But even in America, you wouldn't, spend, you wouldn't go 200 miles to an emergency room. Really. <laughs> no. no. That's very true. Um, so he's in hospital and he's being looked after by Jenny Agatha who is possibly the sexiest nurse known to man um, and what's her character it's Alex isn't it Alex yeah. nurse Alex um, and straight away well, one of the things I do love mm. about this film is all of the tiniest parts have got real characteristics to them mm. they've, they've got quirks so you've got nurse Swan 
who is Alex's mate, and she's just a bit part, but she's clearly a horny bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's been peeping at his cock while he was asleep. Yeah. I think he's a Jew. I've had a look. I've had she a look, says. yeah. Um, and then you've got, like, the porter, who's really funny as well. We've got little... little oh, science. the Indian guy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. The bumbling cop. You know, yeah. everyone's sort of written in a sort of comedic way, which I like. Um, and then Fozzie Bear turns up as well. Which one's Fozzie Bear? Frank Oz. Frank Oz. He comes into. Um, he's the he's the guy from the embassy. He comes uh, in to speak right. to him. That yeah, he, he yeah. works for. Oh, he did loads of voice on him. But he's yeah. Gonzo and yeah. Fozzie and stuff, isn't he? Yoda as well. Yeah. And he was Labyrinth. He's a yeah, he's Labyrinth as well. Uh, oh, I didn't know that's who Frank Oz was. Yeah. He also. Yeah. He directed uh, a few things as well, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he's directed something big. Can't remember what it was. Um, so nurse Alex, played by Jenny Axe, she's a bit sweet on David. Um, and having seen him naked, I thought I'm not really surprised. She was, <laughs> she's a bit sweet on him. <laughs> I love the line. It's brilliant. What you were just saying then about like even the little characters. Uh, when the doctor, the doctor who's looking after him, gets a phone call, it's like from you don't even know the backstory of it, but. His receptionist is trying to put someone through on the phone. It's like, tell him I've passed away. Oh, tell, tell him, him dead. Tell yeah. him I've died. Yeah. I've got all more wounds. Yeah. Just, he just doesn't want to talk to his person. He's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. But it's brilliant. It's just those little touches. <laughs> and the little boy. He slaps it on the ass. <laughs> little boy slaps it on the ass. And just keeps going, no! Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Benjamin. No! No! There are some bits there where I think Jenny Argus is genuinely annoyed with the kids. Just thinking, oh, fuck. Yeah, See, I'm not sure it's acting. I think the kid's just been a little twat. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so he finds out. So Jack, uh, David finds out quite quickly that Jack's dead, and he's adamant that it wasn't a madman who did it. It was a wolf. Mm. Um, which obviously nobody believes them. But I thought straight away she just looks at David like she wants to shag him. Alex, straight off, she doesn't hide the fact at all. It's animal magnetism. Yeah. She, like, feeds him and stuff, doesn't she? Yeah. She says, shall I be forced to feed you, David? With my fanny? Mm. <laughs> and quite quickly, things start to happen to like, psychological things, so yeah. you know that he's, he's going through some sort of... He has a lot of weird nightmares, doesn't he? The nightmares are so, yeah. so, so disturbing, I Running think. through the woods naked, like, eating deer, isn't he? Like, yeah. jumps up, pounces on a deer and eats it. Yeah. Yeah, and then the, the bit with the uh, the bed where he's in where he's laying in bed in the middle of the woods, and then he he opens his eyes yeah. and he's, he's like a demonic face. Yeah, I always found that quite frightening when I was a kid. And then the home invasion nightmare oh, where his yeah, family that's, that's, murdered. Oh, yeah, like the fuck's that all about? Nazi werewolves. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a good special feature on the Arrow Blu-ray that's worth look that goes into that, and I won't I won't spoil it now, but I'll maybe get into it later. Oh, okay. I would like to know more about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it. Ties him with the, that other line with the nurse who says, I think he's a Jew, has a look. Ah. So it does, there's little hints of Jewish um, and, and Nazi stuff within the film. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a lot of thought gone into that, hasn't yeah. it? So quite quickly, that's all sort of spiralling, and then he gets starts getting visited by Zombie Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing makeup effects. Progressively yeah. more <laughs> decayed yeah. as the film goes yeah. on. I think that's such a good little twitch though, to not just having this like because I think he's quite fresh at the beginning, isn't yeah. he? Fresh all the way through. Yeah. I think most films would just happen in that one state. Yeah. And I think it's quite fun and cool to see it get worse as he goes on. Yeah. The the bits hanging off his neck and his, yeah. his yeah. chit his throat and stuff, just uh, really gross. Um so he says, uh, have you never talked to a corpse before? I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's boring, he says, doesn't Yeah, so he's the one, isn't he, who says we were attacked by a werewolf. Mm. And basically you need to kill yourself before you start killing mm. other people. Um, And then, <laughs> but I just like the fact that it's quite logical. So, it, like, he finds this stuff out from the corpse. Yeah. And then when Alex says what's wrong, he just tells her. Yeah. He's like, actually, <laughs> you know. Um, but then he says um, I'm a werewolf and I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill people so she does the only logical thing and invites him to come and live with her yeah that's yeah <laughs> I'd let him move in though he is fit isn't he's he gorgeous. <laughs> he is gorgeous he's probably fit he looks really good naked mm-hmm. I think this guy um, and you know I did write down that I did have to applaud Alex's commitment to getting that good dick <laughs> <laughs> so she's like you know you are mental you're possibly psychotic but you know possibly a werewolf <laughs> possibly a werewolf there is that but you know come on home and shock me that's fine yeah 
Um, and she says to him, I'll find you a very attractive and a little bit sad. Oh. oh. I say that to Ben every night. <laughs> um, so yeah, he quite quickly leaves the hospital and moves into her flat. Yeah. Um, which is very odd. I like her flat. She's got a very cute flat. That'd She's got a very nice flat. For a nurse. For a nurse. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. I don't want £2 million yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, and then there's a sex montage to uh, the song Moon Dance. Yeah, that was yeah. I do like the mu- this, the songs. The songs throughout it are all tied to the moon. Well, yeah, every song has got the word moon in it, hasn't it? When the first one came on, and I was like, it's like this is a bit on the nose, isn't it? Like a fucking werewolf album to stop playing Blue Moon. I was like, oh, that's a bit tacky. But then I realised that every song was doing it, and then I enjoyed it. There's Bad Moon Risings in there as well, isn't it? Yeah, I love that one. That's great. Um, so they have like a sex montage to Moon Dance. Um, she's loving it. Apparently, the sex scenes were longer as well originally, but were all trimmed. Yeah. Didn't she, I, I? Someone told me that she has a, a, a no nipple clause. Uh, you could get a bit of side boob, but no nipple. Oh, I see. Well, but but, she's but she did. She did always seem to get. A, you know, mm. was on display anyway wasn't she she Jenny was Agatha? famous for it anyway because yeah. that walkabout was one of her yeah. first films wasn't it and she was completely naked in that um, and I seem to remember being naked in other things have you seen Logan's Run as well ah ok I haven't seen that yeah they have a weird like dating channel where you pick who you want and Michael York picks it as obviously as you would yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was probably one of the um, the least offensive sex scenes in anything I've ever seen as well because I normally hate Sex scenes, I just think that they're cringy to watch. Yeah. I, uh, no, it's not like real sex I don't want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hardcore, I'm not, yeah, I'm not interested. I just find them, I just think, think the advanced plots, I don't really see the point in showing it most of the time. But it was actually, it was quite sensual and nice in the shower. Yeah, and he starts off in the shower. I, and do, I thought yeah. that was really hot. And then I was watching it, I was like, this is quite good. Because mm. yeah. like, yeah, the, you wait in the bedroom, I'm going to get a shower. And then he just like follows it in, yeah. obviously. <laughs> I get the impression that um, they had proper chemistry, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. In real life, often, do you think? You can often tell if they, if they fancy each other a little bit, mm. I think. Um, how old was she in this? Because she's meant to be older than him, isn't she? Because mm. she's not like an older woman, older woman, but she seems like, because he's just a student, isn't he? He's like 19, 20, mm. I suppose he's supposed okay, to be. She's meant to be like early, tw- early 20s. Yeah, she's, she's, she's seems a bit more worldly, though, doesn't she, than mm. him? Yeah. My note says, wonder what it's like to get licked out by a werewolf. I <laughs> <laughs> don't remember writing. <laughs> You're asking the important questions. <laughs> yes, well, that's what this podcast's here for. Trish Rossi, let us know. What's it like to be cuddling-eyed by a, <laughs> by by a werewolf? <laughs> by a werewolf, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, so Jack comes and visits again after they've had sex, doesn't he? Oh, there's a there's a there's a blumhouse porno in there, isn't there? Lycanthrop. Lycanthrop. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Lycanthrop. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Jack visits again, and um, is this the bit where he's eating toast? I think so. Yeah. Does it yeah. seem? Yeah, and. Apparently that the full scene isn't there because apparently the bit was trimmed out of that because when it was originally filmed, there was an effect where um, Jack was eating a piece of David's toast and it fell through the bottom of his jaw because well, it decayed. I thought that was happen. I was waiting mm-hmm. for it. I thought that was been a nice touch. Um, he visits again and he's warning him. He's saying you need to kill yourself. You mm-hmm. need to you know do it now because in is it like two days time it's going to be full moon. Yeah. Um, and I love that um, when when he tells Alex, he says, "Oh, Jack visited me again." She's like dead understanding. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, okay." Um, she's not really bothered. Um, and then we have David referencing the Wolfman around here as well, and uh, that that's sort of kind of self-referential horror. Yeah, I imagine wasn't that um, no. what it wasn't that widespread at that mm. point. No, no. those sorts of references throughout the film actually. There's loads of bits in the film. It's like the stuff about the the backstory in the in the village that isn't laboured. It gives you the impression that it's written by someone who really knows horror. Yeah, yeah. Who knows horror, but it's quite smart the way that they do it. Yeah, uh, it's not too over the top. I think this was his first horror, though, wasn't it? He hasn't really. John Landis was famous for comedies, mm. really, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. But he was clearly a horror, big horror fan, yeah. wasn't he? So does he go on? Did he do thriller? Yeah, he, he directed the thriller video. I think this has probably got a lot of influence on Thriller, hasn't it? Mm, because of the, the zombie jack and stuff mm. like that. 
Uh, well, and the werewolf. Another moment in this film that I liked was around, around this time was um, when they're talking about horror movies and, and the Wolfman and werewolves. It's one of those horror movies where horror films exist within the yeah. world of that film. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Unlike, you know, like the likes of Dracula and stuff yeah. where, it's, where they've never heard of a vampire before mm. until they meet Dracula. Yeah. Um, so, Dr. Hirsch played by John, John Woodvine. Um, he is spared on to go and investigate, isn't he? Yeah, he heads up mm. to his proctor, doesn't he, yeah. to um, find out what's going on. Yeah, and he goes and visits the slaughtered lamb. Um, gets a small Guinness. A small Guinness, Which yeah. is just a, a bottle. But did you notice what he, he asked for a Campari? A Campari. Like, Campari yeah, yeah. When he arrives, and they just look at him and they say, where do you think you are? This isn't London. This isn't London, which yeah. is 25 hours away, but you've just travelled here in the, <laughs> for the day. They give him a... Small Guinness, and he has two sips of it. So he's drove from London to Yorkshire for two sips of Guinness, yeah, and then drove mm. back home. I suppose it's about the uh, the information. Yeah, it is. It's more important. Although back in the day, you probably could Guinness. you probably could have had five Guinnesses and drove in the eighties, couldn't you? That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three, three, yeah, three. Wow. Basically, you could drink three pints easily, and you would be, and you would be, you'd be under the limit. I just thought it was the same. Within the film, there's a couple of little films in there as well, isn't there? They're made for the film. So. Mm. Oh, see you next Wednesday. And the naked truth about Naughty Nina. <laughs> Naughty yeah. Nina. News yeah. of the World Advertisement. I looked up about Naughty Nina. She was played by a woman called Nina. That's the call. And she's an occasional... She was a page, a page three model... And she's now an occasional loose woman. <laughs> a loose woman? Apparently. But she has wow. been, yeah. So she like sits on telly with Janet Street Porter mm-hmm. and the Amanda so well system. Clean no. no I just thought you mentioned she was a hell. <laughs> 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 yeah. Film. I was only half paying attention. Daytime. <laughs> a daytime hell. It's like a Wikipedia says that I thought it's a bit harsh. <laughs> This is where we get the uh, Bad Moon Rising Creed into Clearwater yeah. revival song. And um, so just before the transformation, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So we get to see Jenny Agatha at work again. And the little boy is annoying her. So she, yeah. Benjamin, have you ever been beaten <laughs> severely around the face and neck? <laughs> is that the bit where you think she's not maybe not? Yeah, I think much? she's like, oh, fuck off, kid. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, you're not, you will make it as an actor. Yeah. So while she's in work beating children, David is back at the flat and he starts his first transformation. Mm, yeah. So this is the infamous transformation scene, yeah. isn't it? He seems to have a pretty boring day, really, doesn't he? He sits around all yeah. day and not really what yeah. happens. Yeah. He's like reading a book and. But he's not hungry. No, he's not. As well. Which is, which is funny, isn't it? He's like, he's trying to eat stuff, isn't he? But he could never. Because yeah. he's gotten the taste for human flesh, basically. Mm. Um. So his transformation scene is the is like a legendary horror moment, isn't it? Yeah. It's famous, isn't it? Because they sort of don't cut away from the practical effects, mm. so you get to see stuff like his bones stretching and breaking. And yeah. The stretching was really cool. Yeah. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. And the hair made me like really itchy. Mm. Oh, there you come on. Yeah. Oh. And the, his spine. Ooh, yeah. yeah. As well, that like the elongating of his spine becoming the the. The joints of the spine become more prominent, and the claws so popping, through, popping out of his nails, popping and cracking. Yeah. And it's like they go out of the way to make it sound painful. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, you probably can't do it justice just describing it, you can, can you? You, 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 have to, you, you have to. You've got to look at it, and yeah. the, the the facial transformations amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fabulous. Um, so he transforms, and he goes on a very ferocious killing spree. Lots of good jumps here. Yeah, the bit with the couple who are going to dinner, yeah. the dinner party. A suspiciously empty Tottenham Court Road. I couldn't imagine it. Well. I've never seen it. That it's right by Soho. I've never seen that station. I did wonder was it meant to be like, like early hours in the morning or, or something? Yeah, it doesn't matter. The station never, is over. Yeah. yeah. I literally put that same note. So I was like, it looks amazing, <laughs> but there's no way it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but it's a, for me, it's an iconic horror scene. Yeah. Yeah. That, that bit. I can't go into the tube at night yeah. without thinking of that scene. Yeah. I love that scene. Amazing. You should leave your briefcase and your umbrella behind. <laughs> That's very true. The um, there's a, and I noticed um here as well. There's a po- there's a poster for see you next Wednesday. Yeah, see you next Wednesday on the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a thing in all those films, you know. 
It is, yeah. It's like a, a, it's a recurring movie. It's a film poster or film idea. Yeah. It's in Coming to America as well as a poster uh, for Coming to America. And in, I think it's in Thriller as well at the name beginning. Yeah. What's it? What is it? Like one of his film, one of his film posters. Yeah, the See You Next Wednesday. Well, it's, 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 it's a, a fake. It's a, it's a fake film, isn't it? And it's a different film in each. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. So it's not always a so porno. Right now he's being porno, like in, it'll be like a comedy film or a thing. It's like a thing that he does. I think it comes to America. It's like sci-fi, isn't it? It's like a, just like a, I'm sure it's like a, an astronaut on the poster. Yeah. Or something. Oh, amazing. It's just like his one of his little trademarks or whatever. Yeah. So he hunts down uh, a couple going to a dinner party. <laughs> They're going to scare the friends, aren't they? Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll go, ha- we'll go round the back and not yeah. scare them. And you just get fucking eaten. They get eaten. And then there's the bit with the tramps by the river by Tower Bridge. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. That. So that's really strange, isn't it? Because I mean, Ben was saying he doesn't think that there's ever been anywhere that derelict near the river down there. I think Embankment did have lots of homeless people. Oh, so it was like that yeah. then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the shot I mm. think it's great with Tower Bridge in the background I think the way to do a lot of shots in this is really good because it gives you a p- from the perspective of the world of the world mm. yeah. even like the first scene where it's actually stalking to them you never you never see it from their perspective looking out at the wolf it's always you're looking at them mm. as, as the wolf mm. as it's moving around them yeah definitely um, but then it does switch doesn't it because um, in, in the tube sequence so it chases them through the tubes, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then uh, there's a that great moment where he falls out the escalator. When he falls and lands on the escalator, yeah. and you just think that would fucking kill. Yeah, that would hurt you so much. But that would to be killed by a werewolf after that. <laughs> yeah. hurt so much. I know, I know. Well, I know someone who stood barefoot on an escalator, and he said that was really painful. Um, and um, there's that shot, isn't there? So only a very small down. shot looking down from the top of the escalator, and yeah. you see the wolf creeping towards him. Yeah. But that's, that's almost so that's almost voyeuristic though, isn't it? That's someone on the top of the escalator looking down and going, <laughs> yeah. Because you just see yeah. the to- you just see like the front half of the wolf just mm, pop yeah. into shot, don't you? Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so that's so scary and so creepy. I love that shot, and then it sort of cuts sharply to London Zoo. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just gonna say that ass though. <laughs> 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 this boy has some cakes on him. Um, and uh, he's he wakes up, doesn't he, in the um, in the wolf enclosure, yeah. enclosure, completely naked. Those gorgeous wolves, mm. they're so lovely, aren't they? Mm. Um, and they don't attack him because they know he's one of yeah. them. And it's great. Uh, hey kid, if you come here, I'll give you a pound. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. He goes yeah. and hides in the bushes. Yeah, he tries to get the balloons off the kids yeah. so he can. <laughs> I'm naked to American man stole my balloon <laughs> we've all been there <laughs> so he steals yes yeah, so he goes naked and steals the child's balloons and then um, uh, and then he steals a red coat a woman's yeah, coat like yeah. a woman's coat yeah yeah. because it's the shots of the bus stop isn't it so it's looking at everyone's feet yeah yeah. and then it just oh. goes to his you know, it, it reminds me of that that's event. so good it reminds me a bit of the Naked Civil Servant where Quentin Crisp stood at the bus stop and you see his feet and there's all shoes but he's in sandals with painted yeah, toes. toenails <laughs> yeah. people stamp on his toes because they don't like a, they don't like a queen <laughs> so overtly in public yeah. I did wonder whether somebody should, would have in the 80s would have done the same to, yeah. to David yeah um, so he has to get on the bus and head home in just the red coat um, and then he's sort of on a high, isn't he, from mm. from his experience? He's, he's all his senses are tingling. He's up there, but then that quickly ends when he he realizes what he's done because it's all over the news, mm. isn't it? Well, he gets in a taxi, doesn't he? Yeah. That's what it's the taxi drivers uh, talking about it because she just uh, oh, they looking they're looking for him, aren't they? Yeah. And then the doctor phones Alex and says, "Is he there?" Mm. And he's like pouring all over her. Yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, and then he said, "Bring." Get him down to the hospital now. Yeah. And so it's when they get in a taxi, the taxi drivers. Yeah. You know, proper cockney talking about the. Yeah, it's about all the mate. It's like yeah. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. The days of the Ripper. Yeah. Um, and then um, he tries to get himself arrested. He realizes <laughs> <doesn't> he? <coughs> he realizes and, and he's horrified <laughs> yeah. and tries to get himself arrested at Trafalgar Square. Yeah. All of the style. Funny. Prince Charles is a faggot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's it? The Queen's a man as well. <laughs> the Queen's mm. a man. The Queen's a man. Queen Elizabeth's a man. Winston uh, Churchill was full of sh- shit, <laughs> and Shakespeare was French. <laughs> Fuck shit, cunt. 
<laughs> One thing that I did notice that was gone past actually was when he is pouring all over Alex. I did think to myself, but would he smell like a dog? If he's been a dog all night, a wolf all night, was he stinking like a dog mm. when he's all over you? Which is kind of the way. Ben has a question. I mean, we're watching this, like a, a plot, possibly a plot hole, something I haven't thought mm. of. Why haven't his parents come over? So when he calls, he speaks mm. to his sister, doesn't he? Or yeah. It, yeah. Why haven't the parents? If he's been attacked and his friends been murdered, and then he's he talking, to, he's talking to the sister about the friend's yeah. funeral, yeah. isn't he? Back home, why haven't any of his family come to make come to get him? They've been murdered by Nazi. So that wasn't a dream. It was a dream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe they've just said, "Oh, he's fine. He'll recover." It's just. I think it's still coming to you. Yeah, he <laughs> probably was. Maybe they don't care about him. Maybe yeah. maybe some. He's been attacked. He's been attacked by a Yorkshire wolf. Mm. Looked after by nurse, nurse Jenny Agatha. Mm. He's getting very well looked after mm. by, Jen, by yeah. Jenny Agatha. I like when the um, the doctor rings and asks. He's talking about uh, is he behaving strange. She just says no. He's very enthusiastic. It's like you just told your boss essentially that you're getting shagged by the fucking patients. Yes. Yeah. Um, porno theatre. See you next Wednesday. Yeah. Do you know what I find really interesting is that this and the Howling have got both got yeah a porno within a porno. <laughs> a porno within a porno. And they've, they've both got um a porno within a porno. A porno within a film. Um, they've all, but and they've also both got very important pivotal scenes set in a porn theatre. Yeah, yeah. And they're both werewolf films. Uh, there is a funny story on the. Um, there's a, a really good making of documentary on it. And um, when John Landis was scouting out the scenes to do this, um, he, he knew it was a theatre because it's in Leicester. Is it Twelve Trafalgar Square or Leicester Square where this is? It's Leicester. Isn't Leicester it? Square, yeah. Uh, he said when he went there originally to scout it out, it wasn't a porno theatre. It was like a kids like um, cartoon theatre. So oh. they just show like Tom and Jerry and you oh, know. Oh god! And then when he went back, it was a porno theatre. <laughs> I know it was Piccadilly Circus. Piccadilly, was yeah, Piccadilly, yeah. Piccadilly Circus. So it was, it was supposed to be a kids theatre. That's and amazing. Went back and it was a porno theatre. Oh, we can use this. It's fine. So that so in real life it just, it just yeah yeah in real life like it, yeah in it. real life it changed to a porn theatre. Oh that makes there be loads of rent boys hanging around on yeah. the side in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gone from spawn kinds of sticky floor to another. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um. Yeah, I said it. Um. So we have what I think is just a, a genius little um a genius little scene where he's being confronted by. His dead friends and the people he's murdered whilst watching a porn awesome. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so random, but yeah. it's so funny. It makes me giggle. You look awful. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't even know if it was me that killed those people last night. I don't remember doing it. What about the zoo? Well, even if I'm not the wolf man, I'm crazy enough to do something like that. And look at me, here I sit in a porno theater in Piccadilly Circus talking to a corpse. I'm actually glad to see you, Jack. I want you to meet some people. David Kessler, this is Gerald Bringsley. Gerald's the man you murdered on the subway. We thought it best for you not to see him, as he's a fresh kill and still pretty messy. Yes. I do look most unpleasant. Why are you doing this to me? This isn't Mr. Goodman's idea. He's your good friend. Whereas I am a victim of your carnivorous lunar activities. Mr. Brinsley, I'm sorry. I have absolutely no idea what to say to you. You've left my wife a widow and my children fatherless. And I understand I am to walk the earth in limbo one of the living dead, until the wolf's bloodline is severed and the curse lifted. You must die, David Kessler. David, this is Harry Berman and his fiancée, Judith Browns. Hello. Hello. And these gentlemen are Alf, Ted, and Joseph. Can't say we're pleased to meet you, Mr. Kessler. What shall I do? Suicide. 
you must take your own life. That's easy for you to say you're, you're already dead. No, David. Harry and I and everyone you murder are not dead. The undead. Why are you doing this to me? Because this must be stopped. How shall I do it? Sleeping pills. Not sure enough. I could hang myself. No. No, if you did it wrong, it could be painful. You'd choke to death. So what? Let him choke. Do you mind? The man's a friend of mine. Well, he ain't no friend to me. Gentlemen, please. The gun! I know where you can get a gun. Don't I need a silver bullet or something? Oh, be serious, would you? Madness. No, a gun would be good. Yes, you just put the gun to your forehead and pull the trigger. Well, if you put it in your mouth, you'd be sure not to miss. Thank you. You're all so thoughtful. A knife. An electric shock. A car crash. You could throw yourself in front of a tube. Yeah. <laughs> I do like his comment though. He goes, ooh, good movie when he's watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dialogue's amazing. See, when, if the guy walks in and he's like, he's two in bed. Yeah. It's like, you said you wouldn't do this to me again. And it's like, no. I don't know who you are. It's like, oh, sorry. And then he leaves. <laughs> so he's played by Gypsy Dave Cooper, who I Googled to find if he'd done actual porn because I wouldn't mind seeing that. Mm -hmm. The guy who walks in on them, he's the big guy with the moustache. Um, but he hasn't. He, but he's, a fil he's, he's in films, like even up to, even, even recently. He always plays like henchman or bouncer or, yeah. you know, <laughs> tattooed man. I think he plays tattooed man in about three different films. <laughs> the same tattooed man? Is it like a connected universe? <laughs> Maybe. Um, so whilst in the theatre he starts to turn again doesn't he yeah and he mixes in like the groans of him transforming with the porn noises yeah like it's great it's really funny I just think this is just the entire scene is great isn't it? I just love the idea of talking about committing suicide yeah, and like being comedic yeah in with porn playing yeah. in the background it's just like so yeah. all over the place yeah brilliant it works though doesn't it it's like in films, I love in films or in TV where, where someone's in fancy dress but they're in a really emotional scene. <laughs> you know, like they're just as a banana yeah. but they're crying. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. <clears throat> um, so he starts to turn again and um, he basically eats his way through the wankers who are watching the porn. Yeah. Mm. I, made a note, I made a note of how much it cost him to get in the porn days on the conference. It was like... Two pound eighty cents. Two pound eighty. Yeah. Two That's good value. It is. Yeah. And once again, another job I wouldn't mind having. I was. I've always thought I'd like to be. Being the booth. The booth yeah. in the pub. Yeah. Because imagine the characters you'd see. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's up there with being a receptionist in a brothel. I've always wanted mm, to yeah. do that job as well. Mm. Um. You can read your copy and take a break while doing like doing the slow bit. <laughs> you would have to take up smoking there so you can be sassy so he goes why he turns into the wolf again in the porn theatre and there's a great I love the bit with the copper he walks in with the flash like yeah, and he's yeah. looking around at all the fucking meat on the floor yeah and the bits of body and stuff and then he sees the wolf's face doesn't yeah. he and it's really good really uh, scary and uh, the crowd's outside, so a, a massive crowd gathers in Piccadilly Circus outside the porn theatre. Yeah. Just trying to get in. <laughs> they pull the shutters down as well, mm -hmm. don't they? And I love the fact that there's like a fucking monster based, trying to burst out, and everyone's just stood there, like, waiting to see what happens, yes. instead of running mm -hmm. in the opposite direction. Um, and then, so, you were saying something interesting about how they filmed it? In Piccadilly? I think it was, the, think it was something like it was the, the first film that had permission to to film in Piccadilly Circus to close it down in something like 15 or 20 years yeah. and so they filmed quite early in the morning but they didn't close down Piccadilly Circus completely they closed it down for like three four minutes at a time yeah. so they did all that based yeah. on like three four minute bits bits wow because the carnage in Piccadilly Circus is really well done it's so it's, it's so all of that is so complex, isn't yeah. it? It's like, how they put it together is incredible. Yeah. yeah. John Landis has actually got a cameo there as well. How is he? Because yeah. he starts out, as, originally, when he got into Hollywood, he starts out as a stuntman. So the guy that goes through the glass window oh, yeah. at the travel agents, that's John Landis. Oh, wow. <laughs> it says in Wikipedia, John Landis as a man being smashed into window. Uncredited. <laughs> <laughs> Uncredited. And someone gets like, Scott and goes under the wheels of a bus. Mm, yeah. the well, the, the, really the, I think the police detective gets his head just bitten off and yeah. it rolls into the street, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's amazing. It's really And the good. bus swerves. Yeah, I think more people are killed in the bus crash than by him, but, you know, it's yeah. still... Just absolute carnage. You're very cranked up the violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it doesn't help back, does it? And anyway, this film, it's when it's funny, it's really funny. Yeah. When it's when it's violence, it's really violent. It's quite shocking though. Normally, when you have like a comedy, it tends to be a lot lighter. On yeah. Like, this kind of thing, but this one just goes all out. Yeah. This is the only real. Well, you don't really get a clear shot of the wolf at any point in the film, really, do you? But this is the you see it running through the yeah. street, don't you? Mm. Past everyone. They do really, they do really well with that. Actually, they just sort of show you a bit yeah. of what you need, what you need to see, don't they? I don't think you should ever really show the full, yeah. thing. full thing. Less is more. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I love the Babadook. The Babadook was amazing. I thought for that, yeah. it showed you enough. And then there was like the little tease of it near the end where you see, oh, it's gonna, you're gonna see its form, and then it just disappears again. It's just like oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Restraints that you just don't see in a film nowadays, do you? Because I think it always, especially if you build something up, it's never as good as like what, what you, could, you, you what, get, what you're imagining it's gonna be. So just don't even do it. Just tease yeah. us. Mm. It's fine. Um. So Alex is uh, Alex finds out about the carnage and she knows it's him. So she's rushing to see him, isn't she? Mm. Um, and I, I do love that. It, it makes me think of like you know Fay Ray and King Kong. Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, makes me think of um, uh, the original Wolfman. It makes me think of um, uh, you know Doctor Frankenstein's mm. wife and all that. Um, it's got that old style Universal horror thing. Yeah. Is it? I mean, and it was released through Universal as well. This film. Mm. It's actually a Universal monster movie, isn't it? Um, so I do, I do love the, f- I do love that. It sort of yeah. harkens back to that and. And they, they talk about that. He talks mm-hmm. about that, doesn't he? When he says it was um, Lon Chaney, yeah. and his Bella Lugosi Bella was his Lugosi. dad, and he says yeah. it was only it was only his dad could kill him because he loved him, loved him, and that's why when she turns up at the end, yeah, she loves him. It's um. Oh, I was just gonna say I really liked the bit where he's running away and the. Um, he runs down the dead end and there's a cop that shouts it's a dead end down there <laughs> <laughs> like people who are just put in there just for an explanation yeah um, exposition guy yeah. yeah exposition guy I mean it made me think like it made me look back because I was watching when I was watching it I was thinking some of the stuff that she was doing i.e. you are crazy come and live with me mm. um, you know you're a werewolf I'll shag you anyway um, it made me think that in those old Universal monster films, if there was the heroine, mm. you never really had to explain why she loved it. She no. loved the hero. She just loved him, and it was yeah. a, there was a purity to it. And that's what they do with this as well. Yeah. It's quite a pure film in that way. Yeah. So she just loves him, and it's enough, isn't it? Because you do, you do, you do feel for her when he yeah. when he dies at the end. Um, so he's shot, and then literally like straight away it finishes. Just, just, just cuts, yeah. goes off. Bam, 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 ba dang, dang, dang. Goes into a blue moon. Another, yeah, another version of blue moon. Isn't yeah. It? Um, so it ends really, really abruptly, but I kind of like that. I yeah. like that it just gets out. Yeah. While the while the going's good. Anyway, a clean cut ending. I definitely need to make better notes. I've just my notes end with good man bush. <laughs> well, mine was sexy pubes corpse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we both went out with the same thoughts. <laughs> Mine was, um, how is Jenny Ackerton not shocked? She's stood right in front of him. I don't, like, I don't understand why. Well, I know why she's not shocked. But how, how was she not How shocked? was she not actually, How did she come mm. out from that the, unscathed? They did a good shot. That's it. That's all I can think of. They, they've got yeah. their bullets can yeah. skirt around yeah. the it's Jenny Ackertons of the world. Yeah. The same bullets they used on JFK is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you spot the um, the little note at the end of the credits? Did you want oh to hold all of the credits? Yeah. What's this say? So they they um congratulate um Prince Charles and Lady Di on the occasion of their wedding. Oh, do they? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was released like a month after the after they got married. And well, it's because yeah. he shouts Prince Charles as a faggot. Oh, well. is it to make up for that? To make up for that, as as if to say we know he's not. Yeah. But we're just <laughs> we'll, we'll say this. You can't see. So you don't see us. That's hilarious. Um. So yeah, I had a very positive reaction to this film. Yeah. I I uh, I remember it as a kid. It was I, I liked it as a kid, but it, uh, again, it's never been like you know the Halloween or the Fargo or, or mm. stuff where I've watched it all the time since yeah. as I've grown up. I've only watched it occasionally, but when I do, I think yeah. oh, I really like this film. Yeah, it's one of those films you can always go back to, and I'll always go back to it, and I'll always enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. never there's nothing about it I think that really is a is a negative for me. 
How does that? So that arrow blue right. What's this? The really good it's transfer. It's really, really, really good. Yeah, there's, the picture's stunning. Yeah, but a lot of the actors are great. There's a really, really good documentary. I think it's featured like it's like an hour and forty minutes on the history of werewolf films. Oh, so it goes wow, back to great. it goes back to Wolfman, right? Um, and then jump and obviously jumps quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of it is about American Werewolf in London and a little bit of the new Wolfman as well. Is there like a, at least forty five minutes about cursed? Um, yeah. it, gets, it gets a mention. <laughs> it gets a mention, but um, yeah, it's like the Howling. That's the the Wolfman and the Howling. Yeah. The, and the American Wolf. They're the big ones. But there's loads. There's loads of good making, like making odd features yeah. and stuff on it. There's lo- a lot of interviews. So, but that documentary especially is really good. I'd say the Howling and the American Wolf are the two classic modern, yeah. modern. Yeah. Werewolf films are in, in the past forty years. In the past forty years, um, would you say Martin that you prefer the Howling to American Werewolf? Then, um, yeah, I think possibly I do. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I don't know that I'm a big werewolf yeah. film fan actually. Yeah, that's not. That's I don't hate them. It's not something that I'm particularly drawn to. I think werewolf films are only really do you have one big money shot and do the transformation scene, and apart mm. from that, I don't know if there's ever. I don't know, I love this, but like, you know what I mean? I think it's not got the same appeal as other genres. Yeah. Like, subgenres. I've got. So, you're more of a vampire than werewolf person? I don't know. Why do you think that is? I think there's more, for me anyway, I think there's more like like Frankenstein and Dracula and things like that. They've got more of a, a mythology behind them. I mean, yeah. there's an actual law to it. Yeah. Whereas werewolves, I mean, they actually talk about it in this documentary. Most of like the lore and mythology that we talk of and we think of as werewolves. Was made up for the fucking Wolfman film in the thirties. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so people think there's this big rich background of right. werewolf mythology, and there's not but really. But it's not based in anything. No, it's just beyond nineteen thirty. No, yeah, most it of it was made for this film. Oh, was for okay. this bit of film. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Well, certainly not in terms of being monsters. Yeah. There's like mythology around sort of shape shifting yeah. and stuff, but it's more. It's not monstrous. It's yeah. more magical. Yeah. And I suppose you don't have like. A werewolf's never like a villain, like not a deliberate villain. Yeah, well, that's they're it. They're usually a victim, aren't they? Yeah. They're usually a tortured, so, tragic. Hero. Yeah, they go inside. Say, like in like Austria, like you know, in different European cultures that um, can seen as you know good, mm. good figures. So, so it's not like as fun to have like yeah. a werewolf that's because you know Dracula is always freaking evil. Vampires are evil. It's like they're fun to watch. Well, it's werewolves are always moaning about being werewolves, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, and t- the film actually I prefer rather than the the um, and we just talked about mentioned it before recording. The one I prefer to this and the Howling is a company of wolves. Company of wolves, yeah. They're not moaning. Wolves no. aren't moaning. And I've got another one for you as well, Silver Bullet. Yeah. The Stephen King. We watched that recently, didn't we? That's great. Yeah. That it's it's real eighties. Oh, we watched the yeah, yeah. watched it together. Yeah. Um, it's like real eighties. Mm. Um, got real eighties vibe to it, hasn't yeah. it? Um, and the werewolf in that is like a, is is a, a devious villain, really, yeah. as opposed to yeah. So actually, yeah, I was talking to you. Yeah, yeah. like a sympathetic character rather than yeah. Just that. yeah. Um, Buffy has a hot werewolf. Mm. Buffy has a hot werewolf. Set um Oz. Yeah. Did you think he was hot? True Blood, Dad's I Alcide, the werewolf, mm. he was... He the was, hottest werewolf yeah. of I never watched all. True Blood. Uh, you'd, you'd like True Blood? He would. I don't know. He would. He would. <laughs> 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 the Listen he to would. your gay aunties, you would. Promise. <laughs> 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 we assure you, he would. You don't have to like him. We just promise you, you will. You will. Um, yeah, so I would I'd recommend that. There's a lot of good features on yeah. it that, that are released. I couldn't find it anywhere for under like 50 quid for yeah. some reason. And then I thought, oh, hang on a minute. And I went on hmv.com and it's 15. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just order it off there. Um, but yeah, don't if you can if you can um, not watch the version on Shudder, guys, don't watch the version on Shudder. Nothing against Shudder whatsoever, but the quality of it is crap. I've had some problem with it. I've watched some stuff on, I watched Curtains on Amazon Prime the other day and the version was yeah. Terrible, awful. I'm dead confused because I watched it on Amazon Prime. Like I paid for it. On yeah, Prime. but that's it. I but found um, that after the after Shudder. So, but is it a different version? You can stream it essentially yeah. the same website. Yeah. 
So you sure to watch the remastered so, one, will you? Yeah, I think the the um, the one on Amazon will probably be the Arrow the version, one. the Arrow remaster. Yeah, which was really, it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. So there you have it, American Werewolf, uh, a classic. Um, what do you think of it? If you'd like to get in touch and let us know, you can get me on Twitter at Johnny Larkin. You can get Stephen Moore. At HD99. Yeah, Jonathan Butler. Uh, Cthulhu502. And you can get Martin Fantasy. Oh, I'll be dropping at the bar at the slaughtered lamb with a sweet mm. sherry and a pickled egg. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Camparian soda? No. Um, okay, so thank you for listening and um, stay off the moors. I hate you.